Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. We're right back to more of it. It's BK and Ferrario, live from the Car Shield Studio on 101 ESPN. Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Always happy to be joined by the great Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL reporter. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at J Fowler ESPN. Jeremy joins us via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Jeremy, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing after what was a pretty awesome game last night? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was good to see uh, some quality football. You never quite know first game of the year if it's just going to be ugly, but this one was uh, pretty pure. What was your biggest takeaway from that one last night? Everybody's talking about the Cowboys offense and then obviously Brady doing what he does down the stretch and finding a way to win. But what was your single biggest takeaway from that game last night? Well, the biggest has to be Dak. You know, I mean, it was just it's been 11 months since he played. Um, the Cowboys felt good about where he was at, but uh, you just didn't know how he would deliver because uh, he just hasn't done it in a long time. Uh, you know, I talked to some other coaches. They felt what was – all the more impressive was, you know, he probably didn't look 100%, at least from the lower body, you know, like it's going to take him maybe a few games to get his rhythm, to be able to explode and throw it while he's throwing the ball. He maybe didn't have his, his fastball, but he was still awesome. So that's a good sign that, you know, he can win just off his decision-making and accuracy. Uh, and then Antonio Brown, you know, really, uh, I got to give credit to uh, Matthew Barry, our fantasy guru, who said he'll, he's going to be a monster in fantasy despite all the options Tampa has. And I think that's pretty clear after last night. You know, he and Tom Brady have always had a rapport. Now A.B.'s in his second year there. I mean, you know, he's not far removed from being the best in the game. And, and here we are. Now, Jeremy, you're the expert on this, so feel free to call me crazy if you'd like. But I'm watching this game last night. Am I crazy to think that Dallas is a lot closer than Tampa than originally thought before the season began? Well, they're better. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to go that far yet. Uh, you know, Tampa with the – you know, like the cornerback position was the one spot where they're a little thin. And so when they lost Sean Murphy bunting, uh, you know, Dallas, Dallas smartly attacked that the right way. And so I think Tampa knows it's got to adjust that. I think they're better on defense than they showed, even though, you know, Dallas could not run the ball in them at all. They're going to be dominant up front yet again. Um, so I'm not ready to say that they're closing the gap on Tampa, but they're clearly better. There's no reason why they shouldn't try to be, you know, it's at least slightly above 500. It's been a while for Dallas, probably three years since they've done that. Um, you know, their offense, they can be a top five offense. I don't think there's any question about that. 
And the defense was probably passable. It wasn't great, but passable. And I think that's all you can expect right now from them. So earlier today, Jeremy, Alex asked me this question, and I think it's an interesting one. I want to get your thoughts on it. And the Cowboys actually might be the team that applies. But when we leave Sunday and we get into Monday and you you guys are doing get up and we're overreacting to everything that we just saw from the, the first NFL weekend, Who's going to be the team that gets the big win that gets us all to overreact? And then four weeks later, we're all looking silly for overreacting to one week. Who's that team that's most likely to be the overreaction Monday team? Ooh, let's see. I'm going to look at the schedule. I got to look at the schedule, but I think, um, you know, maybe Raiders. I I picked the Raiders to beat Baltimore. You know, Baltimore has had a rough couple weeks, as we know. Um, The Raiders expect to be better on defense. I think they'll probably come out hot on Monday Night Football and then then they might fall apart a little bit. You know, Atlanta's in a position to win their game, um, but I don't think they're going to be all that great. I think they'll be better, but not all that great. Washington, you know, I picked them to beat the Chargers, um, just in part because I just, for whatever reason, I like the upset pick there. You know, Fitzpatrick can get hot. Um, We know that defensive front seven is going to be good, but I don't know if they're going to be good enough to carry a season and be a 10-11 win team yet, so that could be an overreaction there. Jeremy, what's your thoughts with what's going to happen with the Ravens? I mean, of course, they've been dealing with the injuries to the running back, J.K. Dobbins, and then Gus Edwards. Then we find out yesterday that Marcus Peters is going to be out for the rest of the season. And they have options that they have brought in that can fill that void on running back. But it feels like when you take away all these weapons from Lamar Jackson, you might be talking about a team that's going to have an underperforming year. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the good news for them is uh, they're pretty loaded on defense even without Marcus Peters, um, and they have enough on offense. I mean, they're, they're going to have to rely even more on Lamar. It's going to be, uh, I don't want to say all on him, but more so on him. And, uh, you know, they've, they've signed more weapons to pass for him to pass to, but some of those guys are injured too. So I think the first couple of weeks they need him to be an MVP again. Like, it's pretty clear they need him to be sort of a superhero a little bit. But um, this defense, especially up front, it has a chance to be really good. So, uh, you know, and Peters is, uh, a great player. He's great at turning the ball over. He's also a flawed player. You know, he'll he'll try to uh, you know plug in passing lanes when maybe he shouldn't and gets burned sometimes. So, you know, Baltimore will take the good and the bad with that and whoever his replacement is. Um, you know, Gus Edwards hurts because they're just so stripped down putting together spare parts in the backfield. But they do believe that they have the kind of running game that can plug and play a little bit. Um, they like Tyson Williams, the young guy. So we'll just you know see where it goes. We're talking to Jeremy Fowler for another few minutes here on 101 ESPN. He's ESPN senior NFL reporter. Follow him on Twitter as well, at ESPN. Jeremy, we've all got our teams, right? The team that you're believing in that maybe you're higher on than most. Who are the teams for you going into this season that you, you're just you're staking your claim on them? That's your squad that you believe is going to be a little better than consensus. Well, I'll probably start with the Chargers. Maybe that's in part because I got an up-close look. I did a West Coast training camp trip and saw them uh, for two days. And there's just there's too much talent to fumble it. You know, like every year we say the Chargers are going to do it and they fall apart or they have injuries or whatever. Um, I just don't know if that's going to be the case this year. I just have a feeling they're going to be better. I, you know, I like Brandon Staley, uh, first-year head coach, very smart guy, very cerebral guy. Um, you know, so the defense, I think, will be in a good place as a result. And, like, you know, they got six receivers they can all play. they got three running backs, four running backs that can all play. they got three tight ends that are all talented. Um, and then the Justin Herbert's probably a top-ten quarterback going into the year. So uh, it's just hard to mess that up. The offensive line's better. 
you know, that's a team I point to right now that uh, I think is going to be just fine. And, you know, and then look, the, the Saints, right? And nobody's really picking the Saints because of Drew Brees being gone, but uh, Brees' arm strength was on the very last leg at the end of last year, and, and Jameis could actually give them a spark. I think Sean Payton likes the challenge of being able to get it done without Drew. Jeremy, I want to go back into the Dallas Cowboys conversation and just the NFC East in a whole. I mean, we all made fun of the NFC East last year because nobody seemed to want to get into the playoffs. We just saw the Cowboys last night. You mentioned the Washington football team on their potential this season. Could the NFC East actually be decent this year compared to what it was last year? Well, it has to be, and it has to be better. Um, there's just It can't be worse. I mean, it, it really, I don't know if there's any way around it, so... Um, the I, I think really on paper, every team should be better. Um, you know, Washington is well, Washington's the one wild card to me because it's not easy to go seven and nine. Um, they did it without much offensive firepower. I don't know if they have all that much more. Um, they're not a slam dunk, but you'd like them to go eight and nine, nine and eight. Like I could see them doing that. Where Dallas has to be better. Philly cannot get worse. Um, even if people think Philly's in a bit of a rebuilding mode, and they are. Uh, but I'm hearing, you know, they sort of convinced themselves that they're going to be good now. Like, there, there are some expectations. Like, this coaching staff isn't trying to develop guys. You know, they're trying to win now. Um, so that could be a, an interesting one. And then, the, you know, the Giants, I'm bullish on the Giants. That's another team I would probably include in my list. Um, you know, I just think Joe Judge with his toughness and uh, Patrick Graham with his game plans on defense, like, they, you know, they're going to be in every single game. So if they can just get enough from that offensive line, and some of those weapons that they added, including Saquon, will, will kind of come to fruition. They'll be in good shape. All right, Jeremy, I got to ask you about the Jaguars because all of the reporting that has come out of Jacksonville so far this preseason training camp and everything seems to indicate that it's a tire fire out there with Urban Meyer in charge. I liked the hire. I, I thought it was inspired. I thought it was different. It was going to be interesting. I didn't know if it was going to work, but I liked the hire. Based on all of your reporting, the conversations you've had with people that have been close to that situation, how bad is it with Urban Meyer right now as the head coach in Jacksonville? Well, they haven't even started yet. It can't be too bad. I, I know what you're getting at. I think, um, you know, there, there's he does things differently, so it's been an adjustment for some veterans. But um, I, I don't think it's uh, like it, his words ring hollow there. Um, they're going to give it a chance. And, uh, look, he, he's a – He's a unique guy, but he's a. What's underrated is he's not just like a program builder and a recruiter. He's a very skilled coach from every spot. Like he knows all twenty-two positions. I mean, he's coached for a long time. He's been a receivers coach. He's coached on defense. Uh, You know, he knows the offensive line and how things should be run. Like so, I I think kind of like Bill Belichick and Kyle Shanahan and guys like that. I'm not saying he's them at the NFL level, but those guys are known for that too. Like very detailed in every single step that every guy is taking. And so as a result, you know, I think that, that his football acumen will be uh, respected by the end of the year. I don't know if that's going to translate into wins, but he'll be in a good spot. Last question that I've got for you, Jeremy. Are Houston and Detroit going to be as bad as people are expecting? Or is, is there a case to be made for those teams to be better than consensus? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, Houston will be in some games because Tyrod Taylor's a veteran, and they, they're not totally void of talent on defense. You know, they got some guys in the front seven. But, yeah, it's going to be pretty ugly. And who is the other team? Oh, Detroit. Detroit, yeah. Um, the defense is going to be tough just because they just don't have much there. It's going to be tough. To, you know, they can't outscore guys. They don't have that kind of offense. I think with, you know, they got good running backs. They got a good line. They got a great tight end and Hawkinson. So I think because of that, 
um, they will be in games, uh, you know, and they can manufacture some points as a result. You know, Jared Goff should have an edge to him based on the way he was treated in L.A., trying to kind of reclaim his spot. And so I, I think they'll be in games, but I don't have them winning a lot of games. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.